2: Hey,
1: it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like
2: the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to tirerack.com/sports. That's
1: tirerack.com/sports. tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be.
3: I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
4: And we start, of course, with the Major League Baseball season preview. I kid. It's the NCAA tournament. And so far, RJ, underdogs have gone 6-0 and in the big dance thus far. What does Vegas make of the trend early on in the tourney?
5: You know, I'm going to go to the experts. Brad, I'm going to have you answer this question first and answer it fully. And then we're going to go to AJ.
6: Well, I think just generally speaking what does it mean right now? Uh, we've seen Jonas a lot of action already come in on the underdogs prior to today's games even tipping off. I would I went through the all 32 first round games and about 75% of the games the line moved in accordance with the underdog. What does that mean? It meant the underdog was taken more money than the favorite and the line continued to drop now with that affirmation with the underdogs covering the first six games of the tournament i i would be really stunned to see that we don't continue to see underdogs continue to take some action so right now as we're doing this 305 p.m pacific standard time taping this If you're looking to bet the dogs tonight or early tomorrow, if this continues, I would say bet the dogs right now or as early as you can, because I think more people are going to be doing the same exact thing and you're not going to be getting the best of the numbers so far.
7: Yeah. Most of the, uh, the games I'm looking at now, even just for the second half of today, I'd say probably five out of the eight, I lean to to the underdog if I'm not on the underdog, uh, and i think tomorrow is going to be a, i think it's just gonna, this first round is going to be a dog kind of a round and but I'm, aj hold on w- what does that mean why is it a dog kind of a round i would i would guess that and we talked about this a little bit yesterday the numbers are being pushed down and i i guess steam chase i'm not sure why people are why it's doing but
5: i'm not asking you why, why the why,
7: number
0: yeah, or why are dogs
7: playing these are well? two exactly these are two separate questions One
5: of the things we talked about yesterday was and one of the funny lines we use that we sometimes use in football is who is this line for anyway? When you have a school playing, uh, you know, a lot of people call it a different name. I say Wolford when (laughs) Wolford, when they're laying points to Seton Hall. We can debate why that is. That's conversation number one. Conversation number two is when underdogs are winning games and uh, covering games, you know, obviously covering is the first level and winning is the second
7: level if you're the dog, but they're winning and covering in many spots. Why? Well, so far only one has won outright, and we talk max motivation. Everybody's got max motivation right now, but in a tournament setting, you have to understand that the favorites have a different goal than the underdogs. The, I mean, the favorites they want to make sure but, but they win. hold
5: on, we're not talking. Let's tick off, Brad. Let's tick off the the how big of a favorite uh, or how big of an underdog these covers have been.
6: Yeah. So uh, first one of the day, Minnesota was a five-point dog.
5: All right. So there's no win po- outright. Yeah. It doesn't matter though. Five-point dog. There's no situation that they're up four with three minutes left saying, "Let's take it easy. We want to rest because we've got a game coming up." So irrelevant. Go ahead. LSU seven-point favorite. Irrelevant.
7: Wrong. Uh, uh, what, how, how so? They did pull off at the end of that game. and it almost I mean, it almost cost how, how did they pull off? They slowed down the, the tempo of the game. They let Yale have open shots late in that game that they weren't allowing early in the game. I mean, how do we know that they let them have open
5: shots? I mean, did they take their starters out? They didn't take starters out, no. Oh, I mean, teams have been flawed. I mean, like, sometimes my car, I mean, luckily I'm at the point now my car starts every day. But back in the day, <laughs> hey, if my car started, oh, look, I'm eating pizza while I turn the It started, there must be a correlation. There's not always a correlation between the fact that, hey, Yale came back, Yale covered. But when there's a seven-point line, it's not about the favorite looking ahead saying, we've got this one in the bank. It might be with two minutes left, and maybe 11 becomes six, and then you can make that case. But that's the case pretty much all year that when a team's up eleven and there's only 60 seconds left, They're not. sometimes they're worried about the points, the favorite, and sometimes they're not.
7: Well, how many how many points did that game swing in the last two, three minutes, the Yale-LSU game?
6: Well, I mean, with a minute left, Yale was trailing by about six or eight points, and they ended up losing by, you know, five points. Okay. So not that not much. Not much, okay. All right, so let's keep going. Yeah, I mean, you only got one big favorite so far so, that
5: didn't cover. I mean, you got New Mexico State, six-point underdog. So, um, so that's what I'm saying yeah. is, is this something that is glow? And, and let's define what it is. Underdogs are covering, so far, so far, so far. Underdogs are six and zero against the spread. That's perfect, right? That's yeah, that a, I is mean, well, hold on in a second. Yeah. That's a hundred percent. It is all right. So AJ saying. Maybe I'm not sure what AJ's saying, right? Is it global that just hey dogs are better? Well, I agree with that, but it's like they're better like 15.5%, right? Like long term. Is it in the NCA tournament dogs are better? Well, history doesn't necessarily say that. Is it in the first round, dogs are better? Is it in the first, you know, group of games on Thursday are the dogs better? Or is there something about 2019 that's making these underdogs cover is there a macro wave trend something in college basketball that we can define because here's the going straight out of Vegas we want to look to the past to make money in the future
6: i don't think it's any of those i just think it's a too small of a sample size to make an adjustment and let me also but Brad i
5: i i'm not saying make an adjustment yeah but what was our conversation yesterday is how in the heck could so-and-so only be favored by three against so-and-so? Yeah. Right? We had like seven games we ran down. It seems coincidental. I mean, it seems like it's too much coincidence to say we're saying, man, all of these numbers seem short. The favorite should be a bigger favor. And then, oh, by the way, All these underdogs that seem to be bad bets because they're, quote-unquote, short. There's not enough points being laid. Are still covering? And we're just going to say, oh, it's kind of fluky? This is about parity to me. This is about that whatever we have. How how old are you, AJ? 38. All right, Brad, you're? 35. I'm in my mid-40s. We've got decades and decades Of experience watching college basketball. And in our brains, grooved in there, is the idea that Syracuse is here and uh, Murray State is somewhere where well below. Where's Wolford? You know, Wolford is in my (laughs) mind, just, just in my mind. But the fact of the matter is that I think there's just been a fundamental change. I mean, you know how there's a line with movies. It's either... A cell phones exist or they don't exist. And if you watch movies pre cell phones, a lot of them are based on the premise. You can't get a hold of the person. (laughs) Like, think about there's whole movies about where's this person at? I can't find them. Well, that's a, a paradigm shift is if you're a 15 year old kid today and you watch that movie, it's like, well, call a cell phone. Right? It's, gonna, it's almost like us watching a horse and buggy. When we were growing up, oh, look, there's a movie where there's horse and buggies and there's no cars. These are fundamental shifts. Are we at a point that there's just such a fundamental shift that our, that our brains are remembering Georgetown against— and that the, the, the upset would be Villanova beating Georgetown or NC State beating Houston, and instead it's a place like Gonzaga, and let's just use them as another example— in the last ten years, Brad Powers, where's Gonzaga ranked? Uh, I mean, I'm asking a top specific. five. So one of the five best teams in the last decade, according to Brad Powers, is this year's Gonzaga team. It's close. Oh, I thought That's you meant mean as, well, as a program. I thought you. Meant I thought you meant as a program. Too. Too. No, I'm talking about this, this year's, year's team. team. I, top ten. All right. Same. So I'm going to not use the same energy, yeah. but just imagine I just said it. But, but it's the top <laughs> 10 of the last decade. It wasn't that long ago that we were flabbergasted that a Gonzaga could be competitive. How could that school be competitive against North Carolina, against Kentucky? Again, Considering the one and dones, you would think that the distance between the haves and the have-nots would grow. Zion's not going to Wolford, no matter how you pronounce it. But somehow, some way that's not happening. Why? I think, you know, everyone's,
6: could you have watched a Gonzaga game, a regular season game, Gonzaga, 15 years ago on TV. No. Now I would say Gonzaga's on TV. At least 15 or 20 of their games are on the, you know, on ESPN family of networks, whether it's the Fox family and networks. You can go to any of these schools and still get your airtime. And plus, with social media, you can be found today no matter where you go across the country.
5: I think that's part of, it.
1: Out of- it.
2: Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I know it'll take you a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA.
7: Plus, in most eligible states, age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick slash promos.
1: Cavino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids...
2: tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal.
1: What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire
0: buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Outta Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
4: So RJ, we spend uh, a lot of the last segment talking about parody in college basketball. Uh, what else jumps out to you when the parody discussion takes place here on Straight Out of Vegas in College Hoops? Yeah, I mean, when you have a Murray State only plus three against Marquette, when you have
5: teams like Walford favored over Seton Hall, you got to ask yourself what's going on. Brad brings up a good point, a point that you hear a lot about f- football also which is the idea that, hey, everyone's on TV today. So what's the big advantage of going to Kansas as opposed to a lesser-known school or North Carolina or Duke, et cetera? But I also think the following. There are more good players. If you look at the quality, of, and I'm not talking NBA, and I'm not talking about the European influx. I'm talking about the fact that literally, and some of you are going to laugh and some of you are going to look and say, I hope he's not talking about me. But it's like any kid between the ages of 7 and 14 that can walk down steps without tripping and knocking out their front teeth seem to be on some kind of travel sports team. It's travel, you know, travel soccer, travel, travel whatever. And basketball with the AAU culture and its evolution it's it's a, it's an all-year sport and back where i grew up Brad you grew up how many people graduated in your class 131 that seems crazy you so they must have been bussing in from like 50 miles <laughs> what what was the furthest kid how far did he live away from the school uh 15 miles Oh, so it was a lot of Boston yeah. to get 130 kids together, yeah. <laughs> and I'm guessing the best football player on your te- on your senior year played basketball. Yep. Oh, yeah. And he played baseball. Yep. All three sports. To me, the specialization, the AAU culture, etc., creates an environment
7: where there's just so many more good players to spread around. I think you're right, I, and something we kind of hinted at yesterday was. Not only can you get on TV now if you're on one of these in one of these smaller schools, but we've seen guys start to make money. The, the NBA is starting to pick guys from these smaller schools, and they're having success. You could argue five of the top 15 players in the NBA today played mid-major ball. Uh, Kawhi Leonard played mid-major ball Paul George played mid-major ball Damian Lillard Steph Curry played mid-major ball CJ McCollum it's a it's a good solid list of guys so now it's no longer you've got to play at Kentucky or Duke to be a first-round draft pick you can make money coming out of one of these small schools Good point. That's AJ Hoffman. I'm RJ Bell. We're straight out of Vegas, and we'll
4: talk about the underdogs and how to bet moving forward in the tournament. Before we do that, want to let you know: Straight out of Vegas is brought to you by Mako. You might not be able to get a new car with your tax refund, but you can make your car feel like it's brand new. All it needs is a great paint job. Come into Mako today and get your dream paint job during their tax season sales event. So, underdogs in the tournament are now six and one, as Kansas just wiped out Northeastern, eighty-seven to fifty-three. But nonetheless. Six and one here in the tournament early on. So, RJ, how does this affect how you bet later on tonight?
5: Well, it changes the whole. uh, We can't talk about this anymore. (laughs) Cancel the show. Put a repeat on. No way. All right. Fair enough. By the way, AJ, what what was. uh,
7: I forgot. What was your number one upset of the tournament? (laughs) It, It was Northeastern.
5: What happened, buddy?
7: I I don't know. I was sitting here, so I didn't see the game. (laughs) But just following the box score, it it didn't go as as planned. (laughs) You know, there you
5: go. That's an understatement. (laughs) That's a phasic-level response right there, baby. But here's the question. It's still 6-1. and Underdogs covering. Now, let's accept the following. If everyone who's batting says, well, wait a minute, these dogs are covering like crazy, except for A.J.'s crazy Northeastern pick. If they say that, (laughs) then what happens? The market price starts adjusting. And if so, all bets are off. It might be, hey, I'm playing a bunch of favorites now because lines move two or three points because everyone's all excited about the underdogs. But given the givens today, the lines haven't really seemed to move yet yet. Brad, are you more inclined to bet dogs because of the dogs starting six and one against the spread? I am not right now. Because and
6: for the biggest reason, RJ, is we've already seen a significant amount of action on the dogs already. In my opinion, you're already in most cases, not all, but most, you're taking the worst of the number
5: as it is if you're looking to bet the dog. I went through the first the worst of the number based upon the opener.
6: Yes. And I went through the first 32 games of the tournament so far, and it's moved towards the underdog. The line has gotten shorter in these games from the open in 24 of the 32 games.
5: Now think about that. Now that is a stat. That's someone that did a little bit of work last night. All right? Now let's repeat it. 32 first-round games. Forget the pigtail matches. All right? (laughs) 32. Now lines move. Now so the line moved in every game?
6: No, two of them stayed the same. So it's actually, you know, 24 moved in favor of the dog, six in the favorite, two have been stagnant.
5: Think about that. So 32 games, 30 had movement. In those 30, 24 moved where the favorite was laying less points, where the underdog was getting less points, where the line went down. And only six times did the line go up. Yep. Professional batters typically... Bet 70-plus percent underdogs. We say it, but we're going to say it again. This is a multiple-year commitment between me, straight out of Vegas, and Fox. We're here for the long haul, baby. Come along with us. Learn with us. Put it in your pocket. You want to be betting on Sunday night. You want to find those couple dogs you like, grab them at plus 8.5, and and smirk when it's plus 5.5, come tip off. So you're saying, hey, Brad, lines moved to the disfavor where the lines have gotten worse for the underdogs. Just because they start out hot, you're not going to play those late bad numbers. Exactly, RJ. Now, A.J. Hoffman, not a professional batter, a professional broadcaster, but about as sharp as they come in college basketball, that's why he's here.
7: How are you reacting? I don't think I'm going to overreact. I did let it. Would it be funny if AJ goes? You know, my plan is to overreact. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I did. I had a lean on a game tonight that I. I was like ah, oh, it's a it's a a game that I, I I like a little bit, but not enough to play it. I'm like, you know what? It's that kind of a day. I So Purdue was a, a game that I went out and I actually dropped a little coin on at 13 because, I mean, it's hard to picture one of these these big favorites now going out and blowing teams out of the water. Wow. Except for North. Well, they East. weren't even a big favorite. They were seven point favorite. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, I just think that maybe now I'm not and I'm with Brad. There shouldn't be an overreaction because it is a really small sample size, although it looks like Murray's going to make it uh, seven and one overall. But I, I do think that if there's some games that I was maybe on, I start to lean that way a little bit. And again, as the numbers keep
5: adding up, I mean, if we, let's just say we're sitting here tomorrow and it's like, you know, 90% underdogs covered, you know, as the dad it, think of it like cards, you get your two whole cards and hold them. That's the level one information. Then there's the flop. That's level two. Then there's fourth street Then there's fifth street. Each time a card flips, your information changes. The trick is, and this is why this is art, not science, you don't want to overreact. You don't want to underreact.
1: And I'm going to show anybody out there that thinks for one second that maybe I'm second-guessing myself that I am the greatest of all time forever and ever.
5: See, Ric Flair doesn't second-guess himself. (laughs) Professional batters. Shouldn't second-guess themselves.
0: Straight
6: out of
4: Vegas!
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
4: The defending champions, the Villanova Wildcats, will be tipping off in about a half hour from now as they open up the tournament. A six seed against the number 11 seed, St. Mary's, there in the South region. Right now on pregame.com, Villanova, a three-and-a-half-point favorite.
5: Wow, the defending champions favored by three and a half against the St. Mary's team. Correct me if I'm wrong, Brad. If they hadn't pulled a monster upset against Gonzaga, they don't even make the tournament. Nope, they're in the NIT, St. Mary's. So how, how, how isn't this take-off-the-rubber-band and bet Villanova. And on top of it, a little hidden home court
6: advantage. I mean, Villanova's playing in Hartford, Connecticut. Fully expected to have a significant crowd advantage here over St. Mary's. You know, I, I it's a bad matchup for Villanova. Both teams very similar stylistically. Both like to slow it way down. So there's going to be very few possessions here. So, I mean, three and a half is a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, hold on, on hold on, hold on,
5: hold on, hold on. We're not not laying three and a half because yeah. it's going to be low scoring. So really, you you can't get, I mean, it's why don't you just say I have no answer?
6: No, I mean I leaned to St. Mary's earlier, but now it's crossed through my number. I the only I'm way saying, I Why lean
5: St. Mary's? How good? Where's Villanova in your power ranking? 14th. And where's St. Mary's? 32nd. So if you do the math, what's the spread on a neutral? Four. And, and you're saying who has home court? Villanova. How much is it worth? Probably one. Five. Two, four, five. <laughs> Why aren't, why not lay? What's the best number out there if you shop it? Three and a half. Why not lay it? I should lay it, RJ. No, I mean, I'm asking you what's stopping you. Well,
6: I'm maybe a little bit of the underdog
5: theory today. And
6: on top of that, RJ. You you didn't
5: like him yesterday. I didn't.
6: But I mean, all the money, all the line moves have been basically correct so far, RJ. So all these. Oh, that's
5: the the same small sample size.
7: AJ, you know, we talked about the the conferences and how a conference can, how their conference performs that can make you have an opinion on another team in that conference. The Big East so far in this tournament, uh, St. John's blown out, embarrassed. Uh, Seton Hall, an underdog to your boys at Wolford and then Marquette is getting blown out of the water right now by Murray State. That's right, the only so team listen, that made it from the Big East that a
5: Down Conference. That is finally a good point from AJ. Whew, we've been waiting. What a good point <laughs> that was. What did you bring me out here? Yeah, bro. what a good point that was because here's the thing. College football, college basketball, a big chunk of the games that matter are played in conference. And one and thus if a conference is much better or worse than we think, Teams can be way overrated or underrated because they're playing each other. Yeah, and on top of that,
6: if you go to lesser tournaments, NIT last night, Georgetown, Big East team, gets beat by Harvard.
5: So it's just not the now NCAA. That's strong. That's strong. So as we are what, – what other
7: real quick. Providence by Arkansas.
5: Yeah, Providence, another Big East yeah. team. So right now, um, down
7: arrow Big East, any other conferences with a, a clear arrow? We, you know, the ACC started off poorly, but I, I, I don't think that's a, a red flag necessarily. All right, so
5: Villanova,
7: small favorite
5: only, but conference isn't doing well, so the boys say stay away. So, Jonas, voice of the fans.
4: How do you, as a batter, as a fan, how do
5: you approach a tournament? Is it just wall-to-wall or what?
4: Yeah, wall-to-wall because everybody's got their brackets, so you're keeping track of everything. By the way, for those of you wondering, uh, I'll be 8-0 after Murray State takes care of Marquette up there. But never mind all that stuff. Um, in-game betting, I think, is what's really fun about the NCAA tournament because if there's an upset brewing and you're watching it during the game, I think in-game betting is perfect for the NCAA tournament because you can adjust to what you didn't think was going to happen—a twelve beating or a twelve beating a five, a thirteen over four, etc. That's where I think it's fun to keep track of. If you like to in-game wager, I don't think there's another uh, tournament that's better for it than the NCAA tournament.
5: That's Jonas Knox. I'm R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas. Here's my favorite story about the NCAA tournament. This has probably been 15, 20 years ago. And uh, a good friend of mine, Matt Lowe, he lives in Columbus, Ohio. Good athlete growing up. He actually played uh, basketball at um, Marietta in Ohio for a while. So he was like a D3 guy. His dad was kind of like my dad, an old-school coal miner. Minor, And they didn't take a lot of gruff. So they're talking, Matt and his dad, and it's about, I don't know, let's think about this, Eastern time. So it's about 2 o'clock Eastern, the first day of the tournament. And it's like, son, what do you think? And Matt gives his opinions. And the old man, Lowe, says, you know something? I think Mississippi State's got a heck of a chance. And Matt goes, dad, they got no chance. He goes, listen, boy, I think you know – You think you know everything, but let me tell you something. Mississippi State down in the blocks, they're going to have a lot of success. I'm not saying they're going to win it. He goes, Dad, they have no chance to win it. Zero. He goes, you know, this is why you and I don't get along so well, son. And Matt goes, Dad, the game's over already. the (laughs) The first game was Mississippi State against their opponent, and they lost. So they had no chance. I like it. But that's what happens between sons and fathers, Brad. (laughs) Sometimes it's not about the truth in the hearts of the men. It's about the miscommunication. (laughs) And if only we didn't have to wait until the hospital bed, you know, the classic scene. He's on the hospital bed and tears coming out of his eyes. And he's saying, you know, I wish I would have worked more. No, they usually say, I wish I would have played more catch with you. And the son's like on the phone ignoring him. I mean, all that could be avoided if only there was better communication.
1: Out of-
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.